Tony, Tony, come around. Something's lost and must be found. What did I just do here? I prayed a prayer that I learned as a child, asking Tony, that is, St. Anthony of Padua, the patron saint of lost things, to pray for me and with me to help me find something I have lost. This prayer is not magic, not superstition. It is based in faith and asking for assistance in faith for something that I have lost, something that is valuable to me. And as I get older and older, Tony becomes more and more of a friend to me. (laughs) We've all lost things in our lives, such as phones or car keys or we were younger girlfriends or two, or a child losing his or her favorite stuffed animal. When we lose something, it is not a good feeling. However, losing something is nothing in comparison to losing someone. I will never forget, I was just a young boy. My family and I were at SeaWorld. The the panic, the desperation, fear in my mother's voice when she looked around and could not see my sister Susie. We all started to call for her. My, and it, you know, we, it took quite a while. My mother was just as, she was white as a ghost and she was crying, she was frantic. Several park officials were helping us out. Finally, Susie was located, she was okay. She had simply wandered off and lost track of her proximity to our family, then looked up and found that she was all alone, followed by running around all the park and trying to find her family. In today's gospel, a shepherd at the end of the day brings his sheep into the sheep gate, through the sheep gate, and he's likely the, the, the gate itself, and he's counting. And he sees that one of his sheep is missing. The other 99 have made it into the sheepfold, but one has wandered off, got lost or worse. The shepherd leaves the others in search of the one. He finds it and calls all of his friends upon his return to celebrate with him that he has found the one that was lost. Jesus tells us this is the way God looks at you and me. We're not just a something or a number. We are a someone, a person who is invaluable to God. In fact, infinitely valuable, eternally valuable, unique irreplaceable to God in all of creation. We can, though, and do wander away from him. We can get lost by all the activity around us or the determination to go it alone in this world because we've been hurt by others or the fear that we are not good enough, not lovable, and so we depart from God and from the safety and the community of others in the sheepfold, that is, the church. We can get lost in our sins or because of our sins, hide due to our mistakes, or go off in order to prove ourselves to the world as if 
we can somehow earn the love of other people or they can give us our self-worth. There are many ways that we can become lost in this world or that others who we love and know can become lost from us, to us, lost to God, lost to their true identity and mission in this world. Jesus' parables from today's gospel from Luke 15, the parable of the lost sheep and the lost coin, and also what follows that is the lost sons. We usually call it the prodigal son, but it's the lost sons. And all teach us a priceless truth. When we are lost, God never gives up on us. Never gives up waiting for us, searching for us, going out into the wilderness and wildness of our own lives to find us and bring us home. And when he finds us, he does not scold us. He rejoices. All of heaven rejoices. But there's another vital lesson here too, one that we maybe not usually see here because God doesn't give up on trying to find us and bring us back to him neither should we we should never give up on God either despite our sins brokenness what we do to ourselves or what others have done to us or pursuing our lives the way we want to live them God still sees us as infinitely valuable lovable worth seeking Worth celebrating. If God can love us and pursue us in these ways, no matter what we've gone through or done, this means that we can do the same with God. When we are lost or others are lost, we can see God as more valuable than anything else in this world. We can go out into the worlds of our lives, past, present, and future, and search for him, seek him, pursue him, and find him, and celebrate that we and others are with him again. What does this look like, practically speaking? Well, it is setting up our lives in such a way that we are open to being found by God, and open to to finding God, both at once. This is the reason each year why we here at St. Francis de Sales do an important initiative on an annual basis called the stewardship of time. God makes us stewards of our own time. And so we take the time here at St. Francis to reevaluate on an annual basis where God is in our lives and where we are in relationship with God. Then we make the decision to recommit ourselves to at least a few opportunities for this coming year to be open to finding God and being found by God and find ourselves in God. There are so many opportunities available to you, such as the upcoming 
the rescue project, which I, I spoke to you about last week, and that's going to be starting in October. It's arm, almost already sold out. Also, in October, our parish women's retreat and other workshops like on relationships and on family life and on surviving divorce. Throughout this year, there are men's and women's retreats and conferences. Some are here, some at Damascus, and some are diocesan-wide. Also here, multiple Bible studies. We just had Seeds of Faith over in the Faith and Family Center, and it was packed. Discipleship groups for men, women, senior citizens, young adults, teens, and our Thrive groups. Also groups for singles and single parents. We have discernment groups for young women and men to discover God's plan for their lives and be able to live their lives knowing that God has found them and they find their future in God. And there are several prayer experiences such as Eucharistic Adoration, Fruit of the Vine prayer group, Teams of Our Lady, and all kinds of faith formation courses and groups for elementary, for middle and high school, for marriages, for parents, for those who want to become Catholic, and the list goes on and on. Let me ask these two questions. How valuable do you see yourself? And how valuable do you think God sees you? I'm going to do a little exercise here just for a second and then return and end by inviting you to come forward with your commitment to God. What do I have here? $100 bill. Who would like this $100 bill? No strings attached. Just have it. I'm not going to have you stand up. All right. Okay. Who would like this $100 bill now? Okay. Who would like this hundred dollar bill now? You still see value in this $100 bill. Even though it's been crumbled and crushed to the ground and dirty, it's still a $100 bill and you still value it the same. My friends, that's how God loves you. Even when your life is crumbled and trampled down and you're dirty. He still sees your value. And he values you and loves you the same.
you are still the same person. That's how God loves you. Let me end with this. Thank you. Last week I asked you to take our parish's trifold folder home and spend some time praying and discerning about the many offerings available to you. And then we also sent the same flyer and a commitment form electronically to you this past week on our weekly Thursday flock notes. Today you have in your pews at least this commitment form, maybe the flyer. Please pass them down to the folks in your pews. Go ahead and pass those down. Make sure everyone has one. Okay. Listen. You have the occasion to remember you're valuable to God. And God is valuable to you. Today, you can recommit yourself to finding God and being found by God by choosing one or two or more experiences in this coming year to draw closer to God and let him draw closer to you here at St. Francis. So this time, I invite you right now to go ahead and fill out your stewardship time, if you haven't already done that, your stewardship of time commitment form. And then to bring your commitment to the Lord and place it in this basket to be offered as Jesus offers himself to the Father in the Eucharist. And then offers himself back to you. Gives himself to you in Holy Communion. Final word. I want you all to look up. Look up. That's his commitment to you. That's what he has done for you. And does for you. That's how much he loves you. What is your commitment to him this year? Come on up.